Is it a bad? Is it a plane? No, it's Deus Vision Comics. And in June, June, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So today we're covering the new comic book releases for July 22nd, 2020. And we're going to kick it off with DC Comics. And from them, we have Batman and Superman, number 10. Uh, we have DC Cybernetic Summer, number 1. Rub some sunscreen on your circuits because DC's favorite cyborgs are hitting the beach. And this sizzling summer special, Harley Quinn and Cyborg Conqueror, a... Truly Titanic, Water Slide, Cyborg, Superman, and Cyborg, Superman find it difficult to have a conversation, much less a fight. And Batman tries everything to keep a summer cookout, even uh, taking a omnipotent brother eye and his new infectious Omax. It's not just a... Not just the cyborg setting the surf. Flash from across the multiverses gather together for a race to claim the title of Flashes of the fastest Flash uh, in the multiverse. Mercury Flash from Earth 44 is out to win it all this year, and the only person standing in his way is Barry Allen and the Red Tornado on a camping trip with his wife Kathy and his daughter Treya. But he's distracted by Justice League Matters when a threat emerges. Will Red Tornado be able to protect his family? Uh, so yeah, that's a lot Let's... going on in one issue. But it sounds like but it's nice... one of those like uh, those those mega size hundred okay. page issues. It sounds yeah. like a nice lighthearted of, kind of summer yeah, read. It is, yeah. uh, then we have John Constantine Helmblazer number eight, uh, Legion of Superheroes number seven, Red Hood Outlaw number forty seven, Suicide Squad number seven, Wonder Woman number seven fifty nine. This is the one with Mariko Tamaki. Uh, it is the brand new ser- the like new writer, the new yeah. writer and the new like uh, uh, direction for it. What was the uh, again? This is uh, seven fifty nine. It, uh, the okay. preview reads, It's a brand new day for one woman as Diana strikes, starts to pick up a pieces of her life uh, following her battle with the Vorhorse woman. Her run-in with the Phantom Stranger, uh, Man's World has become more complicated to navigate than ever before. It seems everyone has to take on who, who Wonder Woman should be. Uh, some who look on at her heroics with admiration, and some who lie in wait to seek revenge. A familiar threat is watching Diana's every move, and now is a perfect time to strike. So, so even though it's a new writer... Um, they're it, acknowledging what happened before, Yeah, they're but not it's just in the wiping same away, line. kind of like yeah. what happened with Tom yeah. King and Tynan, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, that could be a good jumping on point. Yeah, I, and I'm excited because because she did such a good job with the Supergirl right. book. Well, I like Wonder Woman, so I'm looking yeah. forward to reading this and seeing if it's not good. Yeah. Then we have Boom Studios, and from them we have Angel and Spike number twelve. Uh, then we have Power Rangers Ranger Slayer number one. The Ranger Slayer, a.k.a. Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, from the alternate universe once ruled by Lord Dakon, returns home and nothing is like she expected. In a world that only knows her as a villain, can Kimberly show her universe that she's become a hero, and is that even the right thing to do? Confronted by a terrifying new version of Rita Repulsa and uh, her home in chaos, Kimberly will make a stunning choice that no Power Ranger Rangers fan can miss. This issue also is a perfect jumping on point for new readers and sets the stage for an epic new Power Rangers uh, event. So this looks really good. I I, I thought at least I, I I want to like the Power Rangers things. So I was so into mm-hmm. it when I was younger. And I would like it to be more like adult almost, and I would really like to get into well, it. See, I was just now wondering if that wouldn't be good for the kids at the yeah, summer. Could be, could be. 
Uh, then we have Wicked Things, number three. And then we have Dynamite. And from them, we have George R. R. Martin, Clash of Kings, number five. We have Green Hornet, number one, which kind of kind of sounds cool, actually, because it's from Skyder, uh, writer Scott Lobdell uh, and artist Anthony Marquez. Uh comes the return of the Green Lantern, or sorry, the Green Hornet. Uh, the uh, Green Hornet and Kato have met their fair share of villains over the years, but when an alien infant crashes to Earth, the two heroes must keep him safe uh, from a whole new type of nemesis. Are they prepared to take on a series of dark and deadly enemies willing to stop at nothing and do whatever it takes to save the child? It's kind of an offbeat thing for uh, Green Hornet and Kato to be doing. They're usually more like, I don't know, like like Batman sort of like like chopping people and and, and a little more okay like 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 on the street kind of like gotcha you know like Dick Tracy kind of deal but and not like, and not not exactly aliens and shit so uh, then we have Red Sonia number seventeen Vengeance of Amparella number nine and then from IDW we have Canto and Clockwork Fairies one shot. Uh, ah, that's so exciting. Yeah, so Kanto returns. David M. Uh, Boer and Brewer uh, Zucker uh, and Vito Estone and Aaron Bennett uh, return. Huh? Did they mess up his name in there? Who? I thought it was Drew Zucker. Drew Zucker, sorry. Drew Zucker, uh, Vito Estone, and Darrow. Daron Bennett returned to Kanto's world following the brave clockwork hero as he leads his people out from their home to Arcana, uh, in Arcana to find somewhere and something new. When Kanto enters a group of captured fairies, it's up to him to liberate them, but can he do it without being captured himself? Find out in this one shot bridging the hit miniseries and the second arc coming in summer of 2020. Okay, so I am super excited for myself because I want to read it. Mm -hmm. But I also, I had kids at the center that I could like geek out over Kanto with and they would choose like stay inside while I clean so they could read it and they don't come now. Oh. Because they've got, you know, four parents essentially and with the pandemic going on, those four parents have decided to juggle them through, you know, amongst themselves and keep them safe, which I totally appreciate and I'm, you know, really glad for them. But also... Now I can't tell them there's a new Kanto story oh, that out. That sucks. Um, anyways, then we have G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Complete Silence. Uh, then we have Sonic the Hedgehog, number 29. TMNT, Urban Legends, number 25. Transformers, number 21. Uh, Yosagi Yojimbo, number 10. And then from Image Comics, we have Birthright, number 45. Uh, and then we have Bliss, number one, series premiere, the team behind the comic Coyotes returns with an all-new two-arc maxi-series. This is a drug called Bliss, wiping away memories in Feral City, a good-hearted young man overwhelmed by a deathly sick child uh, and distraught wife makes a deal to become the personal hitman to three gods, killing those in their way and sending memories down the river of oblivion in exchange for his family's well-being. Breaking Bad meets Neil Gaiman's Sandman in an urban fantasy unlike you've ever seen before. Sounds really good. It does sound really good. And then we have Chu, number one, the first course. Part one, Tony Chu is a uh, sitopath, a, able to get psychic impressions from what she eats, or from what he eats. What? Saffron Chu is a uh, par, able to learn secrets from who she eats with. 
Tony is a cop, Saffron is a criminal, and they are brother and sister, and they are on a collusion course spinning out of the multiple Eisner Award-winning New York Times bestselling series, Chew Comes Chew, spelt differently, a uh, felonious new food noir about cops, crooks, and cooks, and clairvoyance. Uh, I can't tell if I would really like that or really hate it. Yeah, it would be... Uh, I'm not sure which. I feel I'm like it's sure. going to be one way or the other, I guess. Yeah. We have Death and Glo- Death or Glory, number 11. We have Decorum, number 3. I'm excited to read that. We have Die, number 12. Low, number 23. Then we have Middle West, number 18. Monstrous, number 29. Nomen Omen, number 7. Tartarus, number 4. And then for Marvel Comics, we have Amazing Spider-Man, Sins Rising, Prelude, number 1. Who is a Sin Eater? And why is it so terrifying that he's back? Nick Spencer pulls back the curtain on one of the most dangerous Spidey villains in history. He will not only reveal one of Sin Eater's secret history, but put him on a collision course with Spider-Man that will have you quaking in your seat. This is, the, I think, the blue guy with the bugs and all. Okay, that. is that what they're calling him? Yeah. Uh, and then we have Daredevil, number 21, Empire, number 2, Empire Avengers, number 1 of 3. With the threat from the stars now reaching Earth, Captain America sends out a call for the heroes to meet its advance across the globe. Uh, in advance across the globe. Uh, but in a far-off Atlantic savage land, Kaza, uh, the agents of Wakanda have located an enemy offensive that could change the course of, conf- of the conflict. With Avengers, will the which Avengers will answer the call to this remote area, and will they be able to cope with the strangers that they find there? And then we have Empire X Men number one. Planet uh, plant people from outer space have come to Earth, and wouldn't you know it, they just happen to have to be here when millions of mutants rise as undead creatures. Hungry for human flesh. The X-Men return to Genosha in a tale so crazy it's taking the entire writing crew of the X-Men to line and, and the X-Men line to tackle it. So it's some kind of story about plants attacking the humans. I'm almost worried that's going to be bad if there's that many people working on it. It sounds like too many cooks in the kitchen. I have no idea. Uh, and then we have Hellions number two, which I'm looking forward to because the first one was very good. Uh, then we have Lords of Empire. Uh, Lords of Empire. Emperor Hulkling, number one. Destiny Fulfilled. The child of the Kree hero Marvel and Scroll Princess Anel. Uh, Dorak, uh, the fit, the eighth known on Earth as Teddy, has spent years evading the clutches of both bloodthirsty empires. Uh, but now fate has caught up to him. The Kree and the Skrull worlds are aligned, and only a man born of both can lead them. But what has led Hulkling to abandon Earth on the in the Avengers he's fought beside? And what will become of his fiance, the hero Wiccan? Star writers Chip Zdarsky and Anthony Oliveira uh, team up with artist Manuel Garcia for a can't-miss one-shot. And then we have New Mutants, number 11. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Alfred, number 2. Wolverine, number 3, which I'm excited to read. And then we have Fantastic Four, X-Men, Fantastic Four, number 4. And that is the wrapping up that one, which Finally. I'm excited about. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at Zero Comic Books. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Joseph underscore Lawhorn. That's L-A-W-H-O-R-N. And if you like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Zero Supervision Comics. Or you can go to Amazon.com and buy a t-shirt or a hoodie there. Where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Lawhorn underscore June. Bye, guys. Bye.